Good morning, everyone. I don't know if uh, Lyndon was trying to calm me down, but he just mentioned that he thinks that this is the most people that we've had here this morning. So thanks, Lyndon. It was wonderful. Thanks. So um, some of you might not know me, but as you would have no doubt by this time picked up, I've got an accent, um, one that is all too familiar around these parts. I am from South Africa. So this is my family, my husband Conrad and our two little boys, Kian and Declan. And uh, we came to New Zealand just over two years ago. Um, and I thought I might just give you a bit of background about why you know, we're here and how we ended up in this church. So um, just about two years ago, we felt, just over two years ago, we felt that um, we believe and we, we still believe that God has got a plan and a purpose for our family here. And um, this was the reason that we came over. And um, he took us on quite the journey to get here. Um, but the way that he has carried us has just been incredible. It's a, a story that we will hopefully get to tell you one day, but it's a story for another day. Um, it has just been incredible. Um, but still, if you had told me two and a half years ago that I would be standing here today talking to you, I would not have believed you. Um, but here I am and here we are, so let's go. I will pray. Jesus, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the way that you love us. I'm here today speaking purely and simply because of and out of the, the passion and the love that I have for you, Jesus. I believe that you have got something to say through me today. And I pray that you will open up our hearts to what it is that you know we need to hear from you. I pray that you will meet each and every one of us exactly where we are. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, so I will be talking to you today about a topic that I um, have been journeying with for quite a long time and I continue to journey with on a daily basis. Joy. Um, so when I was preparing for this, I thought to myself, uh, what is the first thing, and maybe you can ask yourself this question, what do you think of when you think about joy? What's the first thing that comes to mind? For me, I think about um, you know, being excited and being happy. And um, dictionary.com actually defines it as the, the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying, a keen pleasure or elation. Now, for most of us, um, we rely on our circumstances for our joy. Uh, we find joy in certain things, um, but you see, this kind of joy equates to happiness. And happiness is a fickle thing, and it requires happy circumstances. Um, now, the joy that I want to talk to you about today is not that kind of joy. It is a joy that is in spite of our circumstances. It does not require happy circumstances. Um, it is the deep-seated thrill of hope that we have, even when we aren't feeling particularly happy. It is the undeniable truth that is Jesus. Um, now, the Bible talks a lot about joy, a lot. And um, it's impossible for me to talk about everything um, today. So I um, have prepared five points of um, some lessons that I have learned from the Bible about joy. So um, I'll go through those now. So joy is a fruit of the Spirit. We find that in Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23 which says that, um, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us, this is the, uh, the amplified version, so, um, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things that there is no law. The next one is, um, fullness of joy is found in the presence of the Lord. 
Um, this we find in Psalm 16, verse 11, which says that you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Also in Psalms 5, verse 11, which says, but let us who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises. The next one is, joy is often used in scripture to encourage and even command Christians. Uh, Philippians 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. The message, I thought I'd throw in the message version here because it was just so, so beautiful. It says, celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. And um, I just feel like I pray very often for God to just come overwhelm me with his presence. And I, when, when I read that, I, I get this, this picture of you just dripping with God's presence, you know, that's the kind of the kind of the present that they talk about there, revel in him. The next one is joy continues despite hard times. Romans 5 verse 11, and this is also the amplified version, which, which says, therefore, since we have been justified, that is um, acquitted of sin, declared blameless before God by faith, let us grasp the fact that we have peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed. Through him, we are also um, have access by faith to this remarkable state of grace in which we firmly and safely and securely stand. Let us rejoice in our hope and the confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying the glory of our great God, the manifestation of his excellence and power. And not only this, but with joy, let us exalt our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, trouble, produces patient endurance, and endurance proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character. Hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation. Such hope in God's promise never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Finally, joy is deliberate. Psalms 118 verse 24 says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us choose to rejoice. Um, now I thought that I would give you a bit of a background of how I grew up and how I came to know the joy that the, that the Bible talks about. So I grew up in a wonderful home. Christian parents, I have, um, my mom was just the passion that she had for Jesus and the way that she carried myself and my family and our, everyone in her life for that matter in prayer has just been something that I've never experienced. It was just an absolute privilege to have been brought up in this way and I feel so grateful. Um, so I was lucky enough to, to meet and start my own personal relationship with Jesus at a very early age. I can just remember him being part of my life since I can remember. He's just always been a part of, going to church has always been a really big part of my life. So it was just the way that it was. And um, when I went to high school, I was part of our youth. And, um, and that time in my life really played a very big role in who I am today. It defined so much of myself. And I um, had wonderful youth leaders. And as I said, it was a very important part of my life. And then I got baptized when I was about 15. And then, then the wheels started rolling. <laughs> it's like... I found that the devil will do anything he can to either distract you or discourage you when he finds that you are on your way to reaching the place where God wants you to be. The moment when you take a decision to move into the direction that you know God wants you, he will do everything that he can 
to distract you or discourage you. So this is what happens to me. And I feel like a teenager. You know, when you're a teenager, it's like you're an easy target. You are so vulnerable, so vulnerable. It's such an important stage in your life. And that's why I encourage you to pray for our teenagers and our youth leaders. They are doing such an incredibly important job. I mean, uh, what we're putting into their lives at this stage will define who they are. I mean, it's by the grace of God that we get through teenage years of life. So um, we seriously need to be praying for them. I encourage you to pray for them and pray for our youth leaders because what they are doing is so, so important. Um, Anyway, so I got through that. Um, And then when I left school, I started refocusing. I started spending time with people who encouraged me in my faith and supported me. And I realized that the things that I thought was, you know, really important wasn't that important. So I got myself back on track started going to church and so on. And then, when I was 21 years old, my mum passed away from cancer. Um, This was the absolute worst case scenario for me. It was the one thing that I thought that I would never be able to survive. I prayed and we believed that she would get better. Like, there was no doubt. But sadly, only six months after she was diagnosed, we had to say goodbye. I wish my world was shattered. I was so angry. I blamed God and I could not understand how he could let this happen. I was so angry. I just ignored him. Didn't want him to be part of my life anymore. And it was a dark time in my life. And then one day, um, I met up with one of my youth leaders. She was a very important part of my life, still is, and she knew my mum. Thank you. Um, and then um, she asked me how I was doing and I said listen it's rough it's rough feels like the waves are crashing I'm overwhelmed I'm broken it's just but my core has remained the same my truth is the same and that day when I said those words out loud when I spoke that truth my life changed and that would define the rest of my life it's that day that I realized the meaning of this kind of joy You see, joy is a choice. It does not make the pain any less. It does not mean that you've got everything sorted and figured out. No. It means that you have got access to a peace and a joy that comes from only from knowing Jesus. I learned that joy is not necessarily about clapping your hands and singing. It most certainly can be that. But this is a deep-rooted joy that comes from your being, that what defines you, that what cannot be changed. See, I learned that uh, the darkness does not have to leave for the light to shine in. Um, you, there is a truth and there is a joy and a peace to experience in the midst of your darkest moments. Um, another lesson that I've learned from what the Bible teaches about joy is that joy and freedom go hand in hand. Um, especially in the book of Philippians. We've just done that series, and I love the book of Philippians. I think that we have got so much to learn about that. It's such a short little book. It's only a letter, and I mean, we can learn so many things in so many different ways, um, and I absolutely I love it. And one of my favorite verses, I've got this everywhere. It's engraved on my watch. It's everywhere. I, need to, I, I remind myself of this daily. It's Philippians 4 verse 4, or 4 verse 6, sorry. It says, Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. 
Make your needs known to God and don't forget to thank him for his answers. And he will cause your hearts and your thoughts to rest as you trust in him. Now, I think I love this verse so much because I need it so much. I need this so desperately. This is something that I work on daily. I need to remind myself of this daily because I don't know about you, but I can get so overwhelmed by myself that I feel consumed by it. And for you, it might be something, whatever it is. For me, work stress and pressure and things, it really just gets to me. It overwhelms me. And, I, uh, and I've thought about this so many to see it as being like a glass dome with me inside it. And it's filled with smoke. And the only thing that I can see is the smoke. But the people outside of the dome is enjoying a wonderfully beautiful blue sky day. You see, joy is a choice. It's, it's not an easy choice. Um, as I said, I'm, I, I have to work at this every single day. The peace that Paul talks about, this peace that transcends all human understanding, is something that we actually need to choose to take. It's available to us. We need to choose to take it. We have to choose to take it and leave our worries with Jesus. But so often, our impatience and our own need to control everything causes us to turn back around and go pick it up. And that will not bring you peace. Trust me, I know. Um, Joy is a choice to fix your eyes on Jesus, to hold on to God's promises over your life, what he has done for you and what he will keep doing for you and to praise him in the storm, to praise him in all things. Joy is the peace in knowing that God's truth will remain the same for you no matter what. It's about changing our perspective. I constantly need to ask God to change my perspective, to take myself out of my circumstances so I can realize it's not as big and all-consuming as I think it is. Um, I feel like God is saying, saying we need to change our perspective. I know that some situations, some of you might be thinking, you have no idea what I'm going through, what I've experienced. I know this. I know this. And I know that the situation seems overwhelming. You might feel broken now. Um, You might feel disappointed and feel like you will never get through this. Peace that I can give to you to experience, even though you feel like there is no way you can experience peace right now. He says that there is a joy that you can experience in the midst of your trials. See, focusing on what is broken will never set you free. That's one thing that I've experienced. So I want to encourage you. In the happy times, let's praise him with all we've got. He deserves everything. He deserves more than our concerns about what others will think. And in the sad times, in the broken times, in the overwhelmed times, and you, in the times that you feel that you will never see the light, I pray that you will let the light in and the joy that God has available for you right now. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that your truth remains the same, no matter where I am. Thank you for your joy and the peace that you have available for us today. Father, we we choose to take it. I pray that your undeniable truth, who you are, who you have called us to be and what you have done and will continue to do with us, to do for us, will sink into our hearts today, Father, and that everything that we do How we act, how we react, how we treat others will flow from this place. Thank you, Jesus, that you are my joy. You are where my joy is found. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. The glory is yours. Amen.